You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Add WFAN to your contacts to talk New York sports with us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, good morning, happy Tuesday, or I guess unhappy Tuesday, if you're just waking up and uh, seeing the result of another hideous, ugly Yankee loss performance last night in Anaheim. That, atrocious, which is I'm told I say atrocious. What I did at 2 a.m., atrocious, I'm a big yeah. atrocious guy as well, it's a good word. You got Mac and Lowe, day two of four for us this week. Back here on the warm-up show in for Alan Jerry. You've got uh, Gio and Jerry coming up at the top of the hour on this Tuesday morning. And as we did yesterday, now this is this was not my plan today. It kind of happened organically yesterday and happened organically again today. I'm not going to force feed this every morning that uh, Big Mac and I sit together, but I caught something there at the end of his overnight program. Yesterday, it was sort of a voice that he did. So I think this is what I'll do. I'll play back a little snippet, let him hear himself. Okay. Because I've always <laughs> learned this over the years. The way I hear myself in my head yeah. versus how I hear it back on tape, whether it's yeah. audio, video, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. is different. Yeah. So I need to know what exactly yeah, is going I, on. But I feel like, okay. you know, you're putting me on trial. Like, I feel like I have to defend myself. No, 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 no trial. For what I've said. It's just, like, you got to listen to this, Chris, and then you tell me if you really thought that was the best course of action at no, that moment. No, not the best course of action. I'm just, okay. I'm just curious in this case. Okay. What's happening here? Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> that's <laughs> oh, I love it. I think it's quite obvious what that it. is. That's, that's tremendous. That's, you know, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and we're off and that's running. That's me singing right Oh, there. good morning. Yes, yes. And we talked yesterday. Do you have a very good singing voice? Thank There's no you. doubt about that. All right. So um, I caught much of your show. Mm-hmm. And. Needless to say, obvious people, the sort of uh, line in the sand from last night slash this morning's game was the decision to walk or not walk Shohei Otani in the seventh inning. He ends up hitting the two-run homer off Michael King. Tie game, seventh. Angels win an extras uh, on a walk-off by uh, Michael Stefanik. The great Michael Stefanik, pinch hitter, bottom half of the tenth. Back-to-back walk-off losses for the Yankees and extras. Now... We're not going to spend the entire hour breaking all that down because you've already done that for the last three hours, correct? A lot of or the last whatever. three hours, yeah, yes. exactly. So here's where I want to start because okay. that's a that's look that's an, an obvious talking point coming out of this game. But when I look at the full picture, here's what I see: Oswald Peraza picked off following a leadoff walk, mm-hmm. four walks on base five times, scores one run, seventeen strikeouts for the team, yep. one for nine with runners in scoring position, ten left on base. Stanton 0 for 5, 3K. Rizzo 0 for 5, 2K. Volpe 1 for 5, 4K. 
three for his last 38. So yeah. we can make it about Otani and King and Boone as much as we want. They played a bad team. Another pitcher that I know nothing about Never who struck out yeah. 12 guys yep. and threw 120 pitches. Yep. And they lose another game. Yeah, no, add him to the list. Add him to the list of the guys. Griffin Canning. Griffin Canning. The guy, you know, the uh, the last handful of guys that have just shut down going from, you know, uh, uh, Jamison Tyone to the, the, the Gomber, Anderson. And Anderson, Gomber. I mean, Canning. It's just, I mean, what are we doing I even here? Like to throw, I, I threw out Dean Kramer, too. Yes. Like it's going back. What they've done against starting pitching, it's the same thing we said yesterday. It is – the offense was atrocious. As I said there the word is. a lot there. Atrocious. It is. Bro, it was, it was really bad. Now, I do think if you watch the game, he did look like he had pretty good stuff. Fine. And and the ump did give him about an inch and a half off the outside plate to right-handed hit, uh, hitters. But that's no excuse for the at-bats. And, and I harped on this one particular at-bat, and you gave a lot – first of all, Rizzo, if Rizzo can't hit a 3-0 fastball <laughs> down the middle, then there's a problem. Yeah. I have no problem giving him the green light. You're trying to get him going. Sure. Like I have no I don't want Rizzo to walk necessarily. I now, want which Rizzo to... what did he do in that? Was this a strikeout? Ended up no, a strikeout? Pop, popped it up. Was but... this the ball he hit kind of to the warning track and right, or this was a different? I don't, even, at I don't bat? think it was. Because there was one where he no, gave you the, he was. gave you the one-handed finish yeah. where it looked like he no. thought he got it and it no. got baked almost to the track. No, this was much more of just a routine pop-up right. fly ball. I mean, he just looks lost. And then the other one was extra innings, Anthony Volpe. Yeah, I Anthony, saw this. Anthony Volpe has an 0-2 count. There's a runner on third with two outs and extra innings. All you need, all you need is a base hit. And he swings from his heels to the point where he trips over. He screws himself into the ground. <laughs> it looked like Babe Ruth swinging. Corkscrew. Like, I thought this was going to be – I thought we were going to change the approach. And I know Sean Casey's been there a week, not even. I get it. But this is a kid open to being coached. This is not when, – when they fired the hitting coach, well, what is he going to do for Stanton? What's he going to do for Rizzo? What's he going to do for LeMahieu? Well, I, I expected the one person we might be able to change the approach and start looking at differently is Anthony Volpe, who has been ice cold the last 10 days. What is he doing swinging from his heels 0-2 when all you need is a base hit to take the lead? It is – it's mind-boggling. They're – horrendous in big spots. Even Glaber Torres in the biggest spots of this game, he gets the one sack fly fine, but he has a big strikeout double play. Like it just, and he's as hot as anyone. Yeah. It couple hits early. And, yeah. and then subtle things too. Like if you watch some, this is just bad luck necessarily, but nothing works. Like they have first and second Stanton. It's a long fly ball to, to left center field. The runners happen to be running on the pitch, right. so they're unable to tag up and getting to scoring position. When it like, rains, it no, pours. Nothing works, and there it's just it's it's impossible to watch. And then you add now the new added uh, dilemma of the bullpen being garbage. Uh, the, nothing is working right now, and it ruined from great things. Peraza five gets on base five times. Yeah, they put him in the lead. They started him, let him Let's off. Let's go. Great. We, that you're, you're suited there more than most. We probably I think. Th- a part of the process and uh, thought process was moving Torres down to actually have a hitter who's, you know, competent <laughs> yeah, at the moment right. in the middle of the lineup. So if you can put Peraza there, great. I think he's walked like 20 times in AAA. He walked four times in this game. It's wild. But, I mean, it takes it takes away from that. It takes away from Severino yep. actually having a good start. Nobody cares about that anymore. Nobody cares about that. Uh, the Peraza. All we care about is how anemic the rest of this offense is, the middle of the lineup in particular. And then, obviously, Aaron Boone is, you know, mind baffling everybody who can who's ever seen a baseball game and watching Otani, which I have no problem with p- pitching. To. Yeah, I mean, look, like I said, you did it a lot, so we don't need to harp on it because similar to yesterday, I said I'd love to come in here and be able to really, you know, debate with you and get right. angry at each other and be, you know, throwing haymakers left and right and disagree. 
but yeah, I don't I don't have a huge problem with it. And funny enough, as I'm driving in and you were ending the two o'clock hour and Marco Belletti comes on with his three o'clock update and he plays the cut where they ask Boone about, did you consider walking him? And he's yeah. like, you know, very defiant about it, which is typical. Yeah. But then the reasoning behind it, and as I'm listening, I'm just like, well, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. And sure enough, you had the same reaction yeah. to the point where you come back and you played the same cut and yeah. then talked about it where he's like, well, you know, maybe if the runner got to second, I mean, it doesn't matter. There's two outs in the inning. Yeah. He's the tying run. Like, what no. this, What the are we re- doing? The reason you don't put Otani on is because he's the tying run. You, yeah. you bring the winning run to the plate. The that go has, on that go-ahead run. But that, yes. Yeah, the, the, the go, excuse me, right. Yeah. It's, it's only the seven. So the go-ahead <clears> run, you don't want to bring the go-ahead run to the plate. For me, it's worst-case scenario. Otani hits home run, game's tied. You walk him in the fifth. Because if he hits the home run, it it changes a, a scoreless game to a three-run deficit. That's yeah. why you walk him in the fifth. You don't put the tying run on base. That has nothing to do with where the runner is. The runner could be at third, second, first. I'm not putting the tying run on. So it's hard to when I try and defend Boone, and then he gives an answer on why he did what he did. <laughs> it makes and no it sense. makes no sense. <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. Uh, so, I mean, I think he did the right thing, but apparently he did it for the wrong reason. Yeah. I, I have no idea what to do anymore. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And look, it's another dynamic night for Otani. I mean, they couldn't get the guy out. I mean, and I know the one little, and this is nitpicking, I'll admit it, Mm -hmm. yourself and the callers, when you guys, oh, King throws a fastball right down the middle. It was on the outer edge, but yes. Too much of the zone. You could see where Trevino was set up and the reaction from him. You could actually hear the reaction from Trevino as he dropped an F-bomb. And King basically, you know, didn't even watch it. But he basically had a better look at Otani's epic bat flip than he did the flight of the ball. He is is special, though. There's just something about the way he swings. I mean, he he swings in controlled violence. I mean, it it really is a, a beautiful thing with how hard he swings and how hard he hits the ball. And you know it's gone the second he touches off with it. It's just – it is frustrating. I get why everyone thinks you have to walk him because he's he's the most dynamic player in, yeah. arguably ever. You said it, though. You were on Twitter. You know you saw nobody saying it before the at-bat. Not this a single person. This seems like the person. classic case of – and, and your question to the callers of, well, would you have walked – I thought that was the perfect way to sort of corner them in yeah. and see if they're hypocrites. Yeah, because <laughs> he hits in the ninth, right? So right. if you're concerned, if the idea is you can't pitch to Otani – if a home run hurts you. Mm-hmm. Well, then in the ninth, he's leading off the inning of a tie game. If he hits a home run, the game's over. Right. So Jack Curry, with all due respect, love Jack, As brilliant guy. Yep. Him and Ryan Rucco in the postgame both said, you know, made it very clear you can't pitch to Otani in the seventh. And then also said, well, you got to pitch to him in the ninth. That makes no sense yeah, to I, me. Yeah, I agree with that. If, you, if, if the idea is I can't allow him to hit a home run that hurts me, you can't pitch to yeah. him at all in the ninth inning. And I'm sure people are going to say, well, you got a lefty there. It's Ramirez versus the righty right. king. But no. you made this point as well. He's like, you know, he gets ahead, and then you, you're going to try and get him out, get him to expand. You know, you're supposed to kind of nibble if you end up walking him fine. 
It's not like he fell behind and he hits a 2-0 fastball no. out, out. You know, yeah, and that was part of Boone's defense too. Well, maybe if he falls behind, a right. runner on second. Forget the second part. Yeah, if he goes out there and throws two balls in the dirt, then I just put up the four. But he got ahead one and two, and the same thing Ramirez. But the main difference between the seventh and the ninth was Nick Ramirez struck him out on three pitches. So no one has a problem. Sure. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. Well, the way the Yankees are going right now, whether it's, you know, Otani or Stefanik or the immortal Alan Treo the day before. I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> C.J. Crone. I mean, it I'm doesn't saying. matter right I got now. Call, I got callers telling me there's nobody else on the Angels that can beat you. I'm like, <laughs> I just saw a walk-off home run from a guy who has 140 at-bats without a home run. Right. Like, everyone's beating us. What are you know, talking about? This is a pretty wild stat with Otani. He now has as many home runs in the seventh inning or later over his last 28 games, 12 of them, yeah. as any other player has hit total during that time. That's incredible. And it's something that's been done basically never. Yeah. So No, he's on some kind of tear. And he's, yeah. he's just he's an amazing player. There's no other way to put it. He's You can sense the danger. Like, you can literally sense how, you know, just where the way he's going right now. But... I mean, that's to me, it's, I think the, your analysis of this was 100% on. To me, it's still the offense. They, they scored three runs yeah. and were struck out 17 times innings, right. against a pitching staff that was just completely torn apart yeah. by the Houston Astros. Can't wait to see what Patrick Sandoval does tonight on the oh, mound. Yeah. That should be fun. Yeah. Now, the other thing, uh, and you were touching on this at the end of the show about, you know, people there, they, they hate the players, but they hate Boone, they hate Cashman, everybody, everything's negative right now. Yeah. And I think, and and I get your point about, hey, all they 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 every year it's like clockwork. They win ninety to hundred games. Mm-hmm. We went through it uh, a couple weeks ago with Jerry and Sal, and they were Jerry was like, has it really been that long since they last had a losing record? And they're like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. we we've just grown accustomed to this. Sure. I think the the dislike and the fatigue with the Yankees right now, and I know I feel this to a certain extent. Yeah. It's not because I'm unaware that. We're spoiled, and that they don't. I mean, it's like they don't win regular season. They're above five hundred right now, still, even without Judge. Yeah. So it's not that bad. Yeah. But I think it's because the team has the same feel mm-hmm. as it's had in these last few years, where we've seen them fail yeah. time and time again when October's come. Now it's baseball. Some of it's random. Mm-hmm. You catch a team at the right time. You know, you get a big hit. You get a big pitching performance. I mean, right. there's some some luck and fortune involved in it. I get that. But I think the the anger and the frustration is because no one believes that even right. if they get in, yeah. anything is going to be different oh, this time around. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I I understand the frustration. I'm frustrated. I don't want to make it. I don't want to make it sound like I'm not frustrated. Yeah. I am. I just this is how I put it, and and I I don't know how this makes you feel about me. They win enough to not make me despise them. <laughs> sure, like, we're. We just went through as you and I are both Giant fans. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've won a Super Bowl more recently than the Giant, than the Yankees have won a World Series. They were just the worst team in football for five years. I despised some of the people making decisions for the New York Giants. Sure. The Jets haven't been in the playoffs for 10 years. I think Jet fans despise the organization. It makes sense. The Knicks have been irrelevant for 25 years. There's reasons to despise James mm-hmm. Dolan and, and the different guys running the team throughout that time. Brian Cashman has consistently given us a season. The season's never done in August. The Met fans have had how many seasons done in August? 100%. I'm not satisfied, and I'm not ready to throw them parades. But they've done enough where I don't physically get ill thinking about them and looking <laughs> at them. And I feel like there is a, difference, there, there yeah. is a, a, a contingent of Yankee fans who literally hear the name Brian Cashman and like you know start twitching and get so angry they can't think. 
Like that I don't get. But I'm disappointed. And 100%, they've made a lot of bad moves over the last couple of years. I, I I think when they from the Didi Gregorius trade to 2020 or 2019, I thought Brian Cashman had a hell of a run. Yeah. I, I really did. I thought I, I think the Stanton contract has kind of changed now as they go along. But at the time, for Sterling Castro, they got an MVP. Like it fell into their lap, they took it. Yeah. Um, the only they thing brought it's up done all these is young players. They did a lot of different things. It, this, the only thing the Stanton thing has done at times yeah. is I think backed them into a corner with some of their flexibility. No as doubt, far as the lineup well, goes, hundred percent. That was a risk they were willing to take. I, yeah. I really, I can't. I remember at the time feeling like, all right, it seems like overkill, but. Right. Hard to argue and, with and it. Marlins the, picked up chunk of the contract. You know, okay. they also had the same exact player in in, in Judge, so it it didn't feel like balanced necessarily. Yeah. You, uh, but um, I just think from that time period he was great, and then since then, there's you can't argue it. A lot of terrible moves, and to not address the offense in the off season, to not go get a left fielder, to not make some kind of change other than bring back Judge, I was frustrated with that too. And to watch this team continually play the same kind of high strikeout, which really hasn't been the same kind of issue much. It hasn't, actually. I know, it We hasn't, talked yeah. about Volpe, even as he's gone cold here in the last, yeah. whatever, 10 days or so, yeah. it wasn't so much the strikeout yeah. that all of a sudden last night, for whatever reason, yeah. and maybe it's just one of those nights. Yeah. But it's just hard to swallow against that team, against that pitching staff, mm-hmm. to see the number be that high. Yeah, and I think they, they, the Yankee fan feels there's a lack of accountability that players have been allowed to not perform well and continue, you know, the Hicks, the Donaldsons, uh, the people like that who are allowed to perform because, oh, I'm not cutting $10 million. I'm not doing this, which is fair in a lot of cases. But there's just a limit to the amount of anger I can have for an organization that consistently wins 95, 200 games, consistently wins divisions. Like, there's just a limit. I'm disappointed. I'm frustrated. I'm not above seeing these both of those two guys, Boone, Cashman, get I, – I said it last year. Cashman's been here for 28 years or whatever it's been. They've won one championship so, since 2009. Forget any other argument. That's enough to move on. One championship since 2000. Yeah, one championship since 2000. Yeah. That's enough right there. If Hal made the decision that I think it's just time for a change, who could argue? I wouldn't argue. I just don't think they're screwed because they decided to give him a four-year contract. I do think <laughs> that Brian Cashman's capable. Right now it, it looks like it's this is a bad group and they're going to have to change it. But if they decide they have to change it and break it down and completely change it, I don't think Brian Cashman's incapable of doing that. Right. That makes sense. That's how I feel. Fascinating couple of weeks uh, ahead here as we Mm -hmm. lead into the trade deadline, see what they can or can't get done. All right, step aside, take our first break. We're going to get into Saquon Barkley a little bit as well now that we uh, have passed the deadline and that uh, is all done as far as the Giants and Barkley not getting a long-term deal done. So we will uh, get into that a little bit on the other side. You got Mack and Lowe, warm-up show just off and running here on a Tuesday morning, coming back here on The Fan. 